Hello again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to your favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. In this week's episode, Alexa and I have George Zotti and Mark Fitch, who are exhibitor sales managers for Fan Expo, and we're going to be talking about MegaCon. We're going to be talking about Dallas, uh, Boston. Uh, what else are we talk about? San Francisco, Denver. We're going to talk about all the Fan Expo shows. So uh, there's some funny stories that we have in there from their from their point of view and uh, just kind of what, what they've been doing during the pandemic and now how excited they are to get things going again. So there's a lot to unpack in this one. So uh, tune in and uh, hope you enjoy. And uh, first up, it's going to be a little ACDC. And without further ado, George... How's it going? Why don't you tell us a little bit, a uh, little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my name is George Zotti. I'm the uh, sales and exhibitor relation manager for Fan Expo, and we put on pop culture events all across North America, both Canada and the United States. And today, I'm down in in Orlando because we're doing our first show in over eighteen months uh, here in Florida called MegaCon. And we can't say sunny Florida at this present moment. Didn't it rain today? It, it did oh rain today. It was the craziest thunderstorm. It was shaking the hotel, the thunder. <laughs> Lightning was hitting the street in front of the hotel. Oh my! I, we're all from Toronto. The ma- majority of the Fed Expo team is from Toronto. We do have some people down in the U.S., like my, my new colleague, Mark, who's my counterpart in the U.S., but man, I don't see any weather like that in Toronto. It does not happen like that. Man. <laughs> like, never. I love yeah. that he described literally like a a, a bad sci fi movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's exactly what Florida is, but still. <laughs> so, how long have you been in like the fandom world doing this? Uh, okay, working for Fan Expo, it's just been two years. Uh, but I started working at a comic store in Toronto. Um, when I was 13 years old. So I worked at that comic book store for most of my life until I was 28. I took a break, uh, got a real job, but didn't like it. Went back to the comic store and then eventually bought it from the original owner. And then I owned it for uh, 16 years. Uh, And I left. My business partner and I had fallen out and he had more money than I did. So I left and then I landed in Fan Expo. So oh, that's so, actually a pretty cool story. <laughs> yeah. So nerd forever, man, like nerd. That's awesome. Forever. So, and I got to tell you, man, you're, you're a fantastic fit for like for vendors just because like, I, I brag about you all the time. Cause you get it. Like you get it for vendors. You understand all the crap that we go through. You understand our point of view. So I, I definitely love talking to you and, uh, and kind of, kind of getting where you're going. Well, I mean, that's how I know our president, Amon, in Fan Expo. That's why I've known him for over 20 years, because I was a vendor at our big show in Toronto. And I was a big vendor. So we would have 24 tables every single year right at the front of the show. Right? So I was a proponent for the the con, because every con is somebody's first con. And I used it to drag people in like crazy, man. Like Silver Snail, the place i worked for they're kind of crappy now but because i'm not there but uh (laughs) like of course of course 
they've been around for over 40 years and somebody would say, Oh, there's a comic book store in queen street. And how long have you been there? Uh, you know, 42 years, not too long. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't, uh, I, I don't want to forget Mark. Um, Mar- Mark just came on uh, with you guys, Mark Fitch. Um, Mark, where, what have you been doing, man? <clears throat> Selling for Fan Expo, man. <laughs> a year ago, I was let go from uh, Reed Pop with uh, 20 other associates. Uh, we didn't really know where life was going to be then. Uh, so during that duration, uh, the Fan Expo team gave me a buzz and said, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know, man. I want to get back into cons. You got some solid dates confirmed? And they're like, yes, we do. And I'm like, let's go. So, and you're yeah, in our states, right? Well, yeah. Well, my role is to be a sales manager for the U.S. portfolio. And uh, not really like having the pedigree George has. You know, I have more so, of... Mark, you've been in this industry for what, 14 years? Yeah, almost 14 years. But, you know, George is like, he... like it's tattooed in his skin that he is a fan like me. I, I tend to take it for the business of the business and want to grow the business and understand it and understand our exhibitors. But at the end of the day, all of us are here to grow our business together. And that's really our interest at heart every day. George and I talk about it. So uh, as far as what I have been doing, uh, I briefly did travel and adventure shows between last July and now, but I have been welcomed with open arms to the wonderful team at Fan Expo and very excited to do fun things together. I mean, Fan Expo does fun events. People come and uh, we're here to celebrate. And this will be our first event, MegaCon 2021, where we're actually celebrating together because it's been a hard 18, 19 months. Yes. Yes, it has. And it's going to be, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice to see everybody back, to be honest. And this is, you know, we're, we're kind of, I know, you know, Raleigh was last weekend and that's considered kind of a big show, but MegaCon is really the first, like, you know, really real show. Mega. Let's be honest. (laughs) Mega show, you know. Guys, our ticket sales are phenomenal. Well, that's one of the questions we were going to ask. So that's good to hear. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, clearly people in Florida, are like not worried about everything. So <laughs> no, you don't, you our, don't say. Yeah. <laughs> but our ticket sales are through the roof, man. Over the last couple of weeks, when we kept on saying we're not canceling, we're not canceling, we're not canceling. Our ticket sales have just been going like crazy. Our ticket sales are selling like crazy. So when all a bunch of our exhibitors are dropping out because of COVID, I'm like, guys, you're going to make so much money. I'm guessing you know, that all these people are going to show up with dollar bills, man. Like our job, it's a sales thing and it's a business thing, but our job is to get wallets in the door. It's your job to get money out of the wallets. Right. Right. Yeah. So we, we've held up our end of the deal like crazy. So, you know, so- it's, it's, it's bumming me out that people are dropping out. I mean, I'm getting people coming in at the last minute. But man, it's just been, it's exhausting to get rid of the tables and then figure out what to do with them and then deal with all that. And then getting somebody who's coming in at the last minute, how are they going to pay when they're going to pay and all that sort of stuff. But 
happy to do a show, man. Let, let's circle back around to the uh, to the ticket sales. Um, you know, I know when we talked a couple weeks ago, you were excited. You, know, you were, you were, you know, you were like, yeah, you know, ticket sales are strong. You know, they're they're comparable to to X and X, and you know, it's it's just great. You never gave me numbers, and I'll, I'll never ask you for numbers. But I mean, how close are we to twenty nineteen? We're at this point, like a week before the con, we are up from twenty nineteen. Oh man, I gotta tell you, 2019 was literally a show that I looked at it and I was terrified about the 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 amount of people that came. So I mean, not that I'm terrified now, but that's fantastic. (laughs) You know, we're we're in a kind of what feels like not a bigger area, but you know, I feel like there's gonna be more space, you know, for people to walk around and do the things. Well, what we had to do, and I mean this is a great story as the, the guy selling booths. Um, so we have to kind of shuffle the floor plan, floor plan around a couple of times, because if you know anything about a con, you know, the, the most important guy in a con at any con ever, the most powerful dude on the show floor, dude or girl is the fire marshal. Yes, of course. <laughs> fire marshal <laughs> yes. has power over everything everything man so he was worried about the amount of people that were coming to the show so he made us create aisles so he said you've got to cut more aisles you've got to cut more aisles um you know vertically on the show floor you need more aisles and we're like oh okay and he goes and these aisles need to be bigger you need bigger aisles more often so it was like crap because normally standard aisles are 10 feet between the booths, like when you have aisles, but we've cut a couple of 15 foot aisles. And then of course there's the main red carpet, which is 20 feet. Right. So, but yeah, we had to make sure there was enough space that the fire marshal was happy with that. People could move around the show floor. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that because we don't hear much about the fire marshal and how, and <laughs> I don't know if everybody knows just how powerful they are. They really oh, are. Yeah. They are. Well, there was a year there was a year so fan expo canada that we run in august is by far our biggest show um that pulls in about one hundred thirty-five thousand people it's in two buildings in like the heart of downtown toronto like we're right on our lakefront it's a massive massive show um and one year there was a screw up at the convention center and the where the Blue Jays play, um, the well, it was the Sky Dome at the time. It's yeah. now the Rogers Center, but nobody calls it the Rogers Center. It's still the Sky Dome. It'll always be um, the Sky Dome to everybody yeah. that yeah. knows it is that. Yeah, it's the Sky Dome. Um, the Blue Jays game let out, and there's this walkway from our main Union Station uh, to the Sky Dome. I know and they that forgot walkway. to block it off. Oh. So about 6,000 people walked onto Fan Expo's show floor who didn't pay for anything. Oh. <laughs> and the fire marshal went, what? And then locked the doors, man. Oh, no. So I was a vendor. I was a vendor. I was standing outside holding like four party size pizzas for my guy at my guys at my booth of 24. Oh, booths. no way. 18 people and the, the fire marshal was like you can't come in <laughs> and i'm like 
man, I paid for that space. I've got a job to do. I'm holding pizzas. <laughs> and it's like, nope, can't come in. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So the fire marshal is literally the most important dude in that building. Yeah, you got to take care of him before you take care of anybody else. Yeah, that's sadly, and uh, also, you know, I guess that it's a good thing because uh, you got to keep that man happy. <laughs> so it's actually uh, really great at our Dallas show. There's another fire marshal thing, but it was awesome. We had the we had like a the police, the Dallas police, did something where they did a kids comic book where cops were superheroes. So they had a booth at Fan Expo. So to pull in a car, because they were bringing in this decorated police car, the fire marshal has to inspect the car and your tank, gas tank has to be at a certain level and you got to unhook your battery. Yep. So the, the cops show up and the fire marshal's, fire marshal's like, no, you got too much gas. So she made them drive around and they came back and she goes, no, you got too much gas. Do it again. <laughs> and then it's like, nope, too much gas. Do it again. <laughs> and then she has to walk the car over to it. And I, she was chuckling the whole time. And I was like, it's kind of fun pushing around the cops, isn't it? <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I remember uh, playing with them. <laughs> yep. Right. I, I, I used to do car shows and I remember that like you had to have like less than an eighth of tank of gas. You had to have this mat down to, to catch any dripping. Like it was yeah. crazy. So just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Ryan. I I know where you, I know where you're going. Well, no, I was going to say, I'm just circling back to the, uh, like you were talking about the cancellations earlier. And so, you know, we've, you know, we've had some people in our little, in our little groups that are just kind of getting nervous hearing about all the cancellations and how, and I, and by that, I mean like celebrities. So how are you guys feeling about all that? You know, it's not great, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah, that one we were all looking forward to. Yeah, like seeing all four Hobbits would have been, like, just amazing. But, you know, it's most of the celebrity cancellations are not because of COVID. It's all because now they have work again. And the one thing I... Elijah Wood canceled because he has work. We can't compete with a movie set, right? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, that's for sure. You know, he's going to make more in half a day than he's going to make all weekend. So <laughs> that's what's happening because him and Batista, like, we're like, because Elijah Wood canceled, we figured, oh, okay, we're well, done with all the hobbits. We want it to be the big thing with all four of them. Um, and that was part of the thing. It's sort of like it's all or nothing, mm-hmm. but it's because they're, they're getting work. Right. It's like suddenly everything is open up and it's opening up way more in the U.S. and then they're filming. So it's like and that's standard. Right. So, yeah. And it hasn't it hasn't affected ticket sales, obviously, because the Hobbits or the Elijah nope. Wood one, that was a, that was weeks ago. And obviously huge, tickets are man. still in t- tickets are still rolling. So that's good. Yeah, we were, yeah. I was personally, I was a little worried when we announced like, you know, some key guests and then some key comic book guys that dropped out because of COVID. And I was a little worried and I was thinking, shit, who's going to want their money back? Because we'll do that for the fans. Because if you're coming to see the Hobbits and they cancel, we'll give you your money back. Right. As a fan, you exhibitors are screwed. But as a fan, (laughs) (laughs) as a fan, we'll give you your money back. Uh, And after we had our last big run of comic cancellations, I was a little worried because like George Perez, 
yeah. and stuff like that. And George Perez is amazing. I don't know if you've ever met that guy, but he's incredible. Um, you know, and he's not doing many more appearances. Like he's talked about that. So yeah, I was yeah, kind of surprised to see him on, on a list regardless. Yeah, this was going to be his kind of last big con. He said, I want to go out big. So yeah, I'm going to come. Yeah, he lives down here. Yeah. And uh, I was a little worried. But then when, you know, checking with our customer service team and everything. Like, so after our last big thing, we had like 36 people wa- who wanted their money back. And I went, 36? <laughs> like, that's it? That's it, yeah. <laughs> and I went, that's phenomenal. Right. And I think it's because people are hungry to get back together, man, because like, I know it's cliche and I know it's everybody says it and half of them don't mean it, but it's your con family, man. Like these are people that like you see from city to city and, you know, it's important. It's a huge part of your life, man. I know getting back to it for me is I I couldn't wait. Like, even though it was stressful and crazy and, you know, we'd lost half our team and we're building our team again and we don't have enough people to do the jobs that we need to do. Uh, that's why Mark and I are sitting here drinking scotch. Um, <laughs> it's, but it's so it's so good to get back to it. Like, like seeing you guys again, right? You know, seeing the people, you know, the vendors that I know, the vendors that, you know, for lack of a better word, have become, you know, vendor friends. I don't know what it is. Exhibitor friends. <laughs> yeah. Man, la- last year, and I, I talk about this often, you know, we did a show in September. It was, it was like right at the beginning of September, end of August, beginning of September. And, uh, you know, I, I went down and I hadn't seen Ryan. You know, R- Ryan and Meg um, have been become some of my best friends over over the whole COVID thing. And, you know, I hadn't seen them in forever. And I go down and, you know, I get to this, uh, this convention hall and I hadn't even seen them yet. I'm just loading in, I'm doing my thing. And I see like four vendors that I know. And these are guys that like, I didn't even know if I was going to ever see them again. Didn't know if they were going to still be vending, you know, if COVID had gotten them and like, I see them, you know, we, we hug because at that point we're excited and we didn't care. And I I went to my booth and I like, I sat down and I cried because like I realized how much like these these people that are like not family but family were really yeah. part of my world. Yeah, I know it's crazy, man. Like it's just and like I've been dealing with like over the last eighteen months, just getting that email from somebody that's saying, you know, I'm done. There's nothing like like my business is gone. I'm not coming back to a con, man. Yeah, yeah, we, we have we have some people thing. that we've known. Yeah, which is balls, man. It's yeah. not a good thing. It doesn't feel good. No, no. I and I, I look. I, I've talked about it a lot. You know that there was a great culling coming. You know it was going to be something that you know pulled vendors out, pulled conventions out. You know conventions would fold at some point uh, because we'd gotten so big as an industry, and this wasn't what I wanted to see. You know, be that event. You know, I would have rather seen it be something that was a natural progression instead of a forced, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of sucks. But so, we got Megacon, man. We're here. Yeah, we do, we're and that's so what we're excited excited about. So excited. So, so let's let's kind of talk about the other shows that you guys have going because you know there, you guys have been doing some exciting stuff this this year. You know, you've got uh, you've got Megacon, you've got Boston 
in a few weeks, which I'm excited to uh, to head up to Boston and get some uh, some lobster rolls. You've got Dallas, but then you uh, you guys you guys picked up Denver. You know, you you kind of made them a, a phoenix coming from the ashes because they were done. Yeah, they were done, yeah, man. They were, yeah. I mean, that's you know, our 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 president Amon is many things. <laughs> He's a complicated man. But what he is, is he is driven. So he saw that opportunity and he went for it, man. And San Francisco, San Francisco out of nowhere. Yeah. San Francisco hasn't had a con since 2016, since WonderCon left. Right? And left yeah. a hole in the heart of San Francisco. So I love San Francisco, man. It is an amazing city. I know it's weird that a guy from Toronto, but I'm a huge 49er fan. So I can't, I can't wait. I got a buddy of mine who has season tickets to the Niners. So I just hope it's in the fall so that I can go down and enjoy the con and then stay and watch some football. So uh, yep. when I know you guys are talking and that's going to be a 22, 2022 show, but as far as dates for next year, because everything is so screwed up this year, you know, Maga's at the end of the year, Denver's at the end of the year, you know, Boston is at the end of the year. Dallas usually has fan days. That's in October. So that's kind of a, a balancing act, but I mean, what, what does the calendar look like next year for you guys? Do you, do you guys have any clue yet? Yeah. Right now it looks like it's pretty much almost a show a month. Okay. So, oh, wow. We do shows up in Canada, so uh, Vancouver is our first show of the year, and that's in February. And then we've got our small Toronto show, and then we're going to go into our Calgary show, and then May is going to have uh, MegaCon. Uh, so I'm going to be here next year for MegaCon on my birthday. Yeah, and, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. And then June is going to be Dallas, and... We're, it's going to be pretty much at least a con a month. August is going to have two. August, Boston is going to go back to its place in the beginning of August. And then we got the big Canadian show at the end of August. Now, you you guys run. I I, I was I was a cosplay guest at two of the Canadian shows at uh, Edmonton and Calgary after you, before you guys acquired them from Emily Expo. Um, th- those are fantastic shows. Like if if anybody out there is is listening and really wants to, to start expanding into Canada, they can, they can reach out to, to you and Mark, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Mark is kind of focusing on the U.S. stuff, but if Mark's the guy you want to talk to, reach out to Mark. His smiling, ham- handsome face. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's shaking his head right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I, I, I will say, those shows, man, those people are so excited to be there. They're... I, I almost feel like they're more excited in in Alberta than uh, th- than they are anywhere else. It's it's crazy the crowds that you guys pull in there. Well, we we do this uh, what's called the Pow. It's the Parade of Wonders in Calgary, yep. and they've been doing that for years. And it's such a cool event. It's a giant nerd parade that goes through the heart of Calgary. And it's just all cosplayers and you name it, man. Like all the fans, anybody can come out. But like, I mean, it's, you know, you get, you get 300 stormtroopers marching down the street. In Calgary. It's pretty, That's pretty awesome. awesome. It That's was crazy. The, That's part Go of ahead. the secret sauce is when a city actually supports con in a way, like Atlanta does dragon con. 
you know, it's hard for cities to actually recognize what we do and, and try to embrace it. But it yeah, seems it like it would be so easy, right? I know it's like you said, it's hard, but it seems like it would be so easy because it's like during those cons, there's, you know, thousands of people. And yeah, but, you know, the vast majority live in the area, but there's so many that come in from out of the area, even out of state. Heck, we've seen some come from out of country for certain shows. Yeah. You know, that it seems like it would be so easy. That happens to our big show in, in, in Toronto. Yeah, but it took imagine. for a long time for Toronto to embrace the show. Like before it was just sort of like, yeah, they, they actually spelled our declaration wrong. Yeah. Oh, con- How's the Comic Con going? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. But, but uh, and in today's world, that's bad. To, like, heads and beds and the tourism board and all that. And the city will never really recognize you until those numbers start really surfacing. And um, let's be honest, most people who are not nerds don't understand yeah. like, cosplay. They just right. like, they, you know, they see a fat Spider-Man and they're like, what? <laughs> and most of your yeah. fans are not staying at the Kim, uh, Kim, you know, the Kimpton in New York or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. hotel that they're monitoring. Yeah. But I could say whoever, whatever exhibitor is coming to an event and it doesn't necessarily mean fan expo events, you will be greatly rewarded this year. No, I, I agree. We're, we're already seeing that guys. Like, some of these shows that we're doing, um, I just did a show um, a couple months ago in Mississippi that it was a two and a half hour wait to get in the building for their wow. show on Saturday. But did that translate into like like dollars for you though, right? Like, oh, it was fantastic. I, I literally ran out of stuff. I never run out of stuff and I was running out of stuff left and right. So it was it was fantastic for everybody that was involved. That's that's like a double sting as a retailer. One, you're like, I've sold all my shit and this is amazing. But then you think, how much more could I have sold? <laughs> Do I actually have to go over to Pete and buy his booth? Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, I, I I say it all the time. Like if you run out, you you failed because you should uh, you should never run out of stuff. You you right. failed the plan. Yeah. So I have one small bone to pick um, just regarding guests. As I go through and look at all of the ones coming and even the ones canceled, I see no wrestling guests. Is there a reason for that? <laughs> I, that's not what we do, man. Like, I know, but you don't – like Batista, like, I guess technically Batista counts. Look into that Batista some more counts, because, right? you know, like some shows we have massive wrestling guests, right? Like – like one of our Canadian shows, like a third of the people coming were, were wrestling Bret Hart? guests. Bret Hart's well, got to be a one I mean, of those. No, right? they were like all American guys. But I mean, oh. Trish Stratish lives up in Toronto, right? right. Like she right. has like this super bougie yoga studio, right? So, <laughs> so she's still willing to come out and sign autographs and, you know, be her. But yeah, man. And you would think... I got friends of mine who are huge wrestling fans, and you would think I think there's crossover for sure. Oh, oh no, definitely. Years. Yeah, it's it's just you know, do you work with the actual organization? Do you work with a promoter? Do you work with you know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying because some of the retired ones. I mean, I know. Do you have to go through the WWE to get them? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know, but but it's weird too because 
I am not a wrestling fan at all. Sorry, guys. But you think <laughs> how much I love superheroes that giant muscly men in tights, I'd be all over it. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> because comic books are soap operas, right? And that's what the WWE it's, it's, yeah, is, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, going sleeping on for with 50 years. Backstabbing who. <laughs> but yeah, man. But they don't but so stab. They hit each other with chairs. Yeah. Yeah. That, that crossover is, it's, it's so... It's an obvious leap, man. Yeah. Like it should be. You think it's important, you know, bring it to our attention and we'll definitely talk about it in the lab. You know, it's just, it's just really an allocation of time and resources. Like yeah. we're happy to pursue and invest in what you think may be something of higher interest, because honestly, we, we, we can't have our eyes on everything. You know, right. it's, pop culture moves so fast and so wide. Um, and th- there was another group of shows that went heavy on wrestlers, they went hard, they went heavy. right? So I think we didn't want to be that show. Yeah, so. no, I get, I get, and I don't want this to come across as a negative because I think your guest list is really, really good. Even with the Hobbits dropping out and Brendan, uh, Brendan Fraser, I'm so sad that Brendan Fraser dropped. Yeah, me Ugh. too. But it, there's still so many people I'd like to see. Like I, I'm really like I'd love to go see Robert Patrick. I love Terminator too. Growing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Absolutely, stuff man. like that. There's, you know, the guys from The Office, obviously, Michael Rooker. There's so many people. Obviously, William Shatner is a, is a guaranteed uh, you know, big sell. Yeah. I saw yeah, him at a show in um, Pittsburgh, and I got to chat with him in the back room for a little bit. And then when you're talking to him and you see him walking around and joking with just random people, you're like, how is this guy 90? Like, there's yeah. no way. And then the promoter of the yeah. show was like, there was a postpone like his plane got uh, either canceled or postponed at like seven o'clock and we were in Pittsburgh and I don't know, it's like three, four hours maybe to New York from there. And, and he was like, screw it. Just take me to the airport. I'll rent a car and drive home. So he's 90, <laughs> seven o'clock at night. He's driving three hours across States to go home. And I'm like, I can only imagine I'm, I'm that cognizant at 70, <laughs> let alone 90. So, you know, when you're the captain of a starship, that's yeah, easy. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I was gonna say Andy <laughs> Shatner, who he 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 may or may not overact every once in a while, and you know, he knows what he's doing. But yeah, there's there's you guys do. I I didn't want that to come across as a negative. I'm just no, Alex no, no, and I are big big wrestling fans, so we're always uh you know I always whenever I look at guest lists, I that's like the first ones I I spot. <laughs> so, but I, I did see Batista, so that that counts. Well, like we get a little flack from people because we don't get like Avengers and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's and a lot of that is by design because they want five hundred dollars for an autograph. <laughs> they want bags of money, yeah. and we don't want to throw all our bags of money at one guy. Yeah, right. So well, we want to make sure that we can get. Hey, we got all four hobbits, or we can get all four hobbits plus Batista plus Brendan Fraser plus William Shatner, or we can get an Avenger. Yeah. Right. We'd rather and, go with all fandoms as opposed to just fo- focusing on one fandom. Yeah, and that's right. that's actually yeah. That's and at the end of the day, it. it it leaves more look. It leaves more money on the show floor if you're going to get you know these these eight individual actors that may not be up everybody's alley. You know, now not everybody's going to want to see you know George Takai, but. I guarantee if you get a Robert Downey Jr., everybody in that freaking room is going to drop a thousand dollars, you know, on, on 
on Robert Downey Jr. And you're not going to have a lot of money left for the vendors. Right. Yeah. When, yeah. when you're at that point. And we try to like mix it up. So we'd always try to have a Star Wars guy, uh, a Star Trek guy, a Doctor Who guy. We try to get a doctor. Yeah. 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 You do got a doctor. Yeah. yeah. You have the one that brought it all back. Yeah. 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 Eccleston was one of my favorite of the new ones. I mean, David Tennant is everybody's, but Eccleston was like a, like he had the PTSD doctor. He was just, you know, when he told you, don't do that, or I'm going to have to do something drastic. Like you felt it when David Tennant did it. Um, I was always kind of like, Oh, he's so cute. He's just <laughs> almost there. Okay. With the doctor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And so you guys are like kind of in the home stretch now. Obviously, we're we're recording this on Monday night, you know, the weekend, yep. the week before the show. What does the rest of the week look like for you two? Besides so, the scotch. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark and I, tomorrow morning, it's uh we gotta get early and what we do is a show floor audit. So before they put up the pipe and drape and uh like all the backdrops for the booths and drop all the chairs and all the tables they put either a chalk line or a tape line on the floor. So we have to make sure that all the single booths are supposed to be where they are. All the double booths are where they are. And uh, it takes a while, man. Because yeah, I was going to say, there's yeah. a lot of booths. There's a lot of booths. And, we, <laughs> and you've got to go through. And like in Artist Alley alone, there's like 600 tables, right? You've got to make sure it's all configured right. That this is two, this is one, this is one, this is one, this is two, this is three. Right. So all of that's got to be correct. And that's, that's Mark and I, right. we got to do that. And then all the big corporate guys move in tomorrow and some of our larger vendors. Right. Okay. So, you know, like the t-shirt booth that should not be named, they get to move in tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's because they have like 5 billion booths. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For, <laughs> uh, for fan expo Canada, uh, it always blows me away when I, I see I see that order and that bill where he's ordered uh, 54 booths at Fan Expo Canada. Sheesh. Yeah. Be, he's obviously and making do the it math. back. Yeah, do the math. It's 12, well, 1200 bucks useless Canadian money. I was, I was going to say, what but, is that, Canadian or American money? <laughs> no, no, it's 1200 bucks Canadian, so it's useless Canadian money. So it's but, like $45 uh, U.S. guys. A yeah, a something of, like that. A bunch yeah, of yeah. and toonies, right? George is here trying to show me, like, don't you want a pretty colorful dollar like this versus your just plain green dollar of yours? Now, now, Mark, you said you said it kind of like a Canadian too. You said, "Don't you want?" <laughs> Don't you want? I said, "I think because it's moose money, George." What do you mean? <laughs> because we've been on a plane forever. Market got here before us, and we're like, because Florida, man, it is hot out there. So as soon as we can take off our masks, we're like, okay, screw it, man. We're taking off masks. And Mark is being very Canadian about his Americanness and is like leaving his mask on with us. And we're like, dude, we're all fully vaccinated. We all had COVID tests within the last 48 hours. It's cool, man. You can relax. <laughs> and Mark's like, oh, yeah, I guess. And it's sort of like, it's like, that's There's respect. Very, There's respect. Yeah. It's very that's Canadian great. of you, Mark. So we're, we're going to Canadian find Mark. We're going to slowly bring him over to the fold, get him eating, uh, uh, well, back bacon. You guys call it Canadian bacon, maple yeah. syrup. Get him a Tim Hortons, a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, Timmy's. Timmy's. Yeah. Oh, Get him a jelly, eh? Yeah. 
<laughs> if he starts ending every sentence with A, then we know it's a, he's fully gone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never go full Canadian. Yeah. I mean, I, like, to me, it was like kind of like banging off the rust a little bit because it's not doing events for 19 months was a little bit of a hibernation. How, how are you feeling? Like, I feel like I'm going back to the basics. I'm going back to, like, comics. I'm going back to art. I'm going back to just some very simple things that people enjoy. For for I know for me I I sell yeah, con- uh, consumables I guess I you know I I sell houseware type stuff everybody needs that stuff so for me they all come by and they're like oh my god I need this and I need this and I need this and I broke this and I need this so on, on my end like coming back into things when when everything's up and going again I man you know I I feel like people are people are going kind of bananas with, with just everything. Term. Yeah. They're because they, they haven't had any of this in so long. They're not going to the, to the basics. They're going to everything. Yeah. If they see it, they buy it. Well, you guys have been doing small shows. Yeah. You remember we're in Florida. So we've been open since basically yeah. March of 2020. Right. Yeah. Um, so honestly, I mean, there was there was a, a, a long period of shutdown, but we've been doing them for all of this year. Um, and even there was a couple we did last year as well. But I mean, up until I'd say, what did we say, Alexa, when we when we said that one pod, we said officially we're back. Was that like March? Uh, April. That was April. April. OK, it was April where we just said, hey, we're back because we did a small two day show. And we're like, I remember taking a picture and there was like. It felt like 50,000 people, but it obviously was probably closer to five. <laughs> but it was like, it, you know, everywhere you looked and, you know, the, the masks were coming off. You know, it was like 50-50 masks to no masks at that point. And then even recently we were saying it had gotten down to like 1% of people wearing masks. And then the last show, it's ticking back up, like probably 20. And obviously we know yours is it's mandated, so it'll be 100. But yep. the people are coming and the people are spending. And that's what, as vendors – that we couldn't be happier you know i mean they're they're really coming out in droves for shows that well, we would I mean, have never you know seen the numbers we're seeing even the money we're you know we're obviously seeing it well i mean but i mean that's why it's been taking us so long to to do the shows we want to do because we i mean and there's absolutely nothing wrong with a five thousand people show or six thousand ten thousand people show yeah it's like that's great man those were the shows when i was a kid before there was a fan expo or read pop or wizard or whatever was going on um and those shows are great and i still really dig those shows but that's not what we do right you know like our smallest show is you know thirty-five thousand people and that's you know we call that tier two you know (laughs) because thirty-five thousand people is not you know, the hundred thousand people coming to Megacon. <laughs> so, just so like, yeah, that's just, that's what we want to do. Right. We don't, we want to be this massive event that comes in and takes over a city. And I always love the fact, like, you know, when we do shows in a city and then, you know, the team will stop by at a restaurant or something like that. And you can see all the waiters and waitresses and everybody going, why are there Klingons here? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there's like a booth of Klingons and they're all like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> You're like, wearing a Batman t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
What? Yeah, because he's pandering because he knows. I'm telling you, wearing this like. And I don't know where you guys are staying, but there, there's all those, you know, the Rosen Center, the Rosen, all those Rosens. Well, there's an IHOP right across the street from the Rosen, like on the same side as the Rosen, but across from the convention you center. Know, yeah. Yeah. I promise you Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, if you were to go in there, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you will see a few cosplayers in there. For sure, that IHOP is always like it's pointless. Oh yeah, that, that IHOP's always hopping. Yeah, it's pointless to even go. You just you just get okay. delivery dudes. It's gonna, it's gonna blow your American brains. I've never been to an IHOP. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> you're not you're not uh, missing anything except pancakes. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah, it's I've just one of those. It's just one of it's like it's like a breakfast McDonald's basically because it's just yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's right. essentially what it is. You're not missing. So, it's not the greatest, but it's good stuff. <laughs> I, I, I made sure that I went to a White Castle. Oh, there you yeah. go. All right. When I was go. on the other coast. Good yeah. man. Just good because, man. Good man. Because, you know, White Castle had that movie. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> when, when you're in Dallas, we're going to need to go to In N Out because that is the uh, that is the mecca of burger joints. So, well, while we have him on and he, and he they're in Orlando, I mean, why would it be stupid? I've to already told him where... about the Sloppy Taco Palace. Thank We've you. already I, talked about we it. We wouldn't want to upset the apple cart. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, <sighs> so I, I we're running super long, and I want to let you guys kind of get into relaxing before you got to go crazy this weekend. So, I'm gonna rapid fire a few questions at you, just because right. it's stuff sure. that like people have asked us and whatnot. So, um, one, you know, there was a, a medical convention that happened, or that was supposed to happen this week at the convention center, and they canceled. Was there any thought that you guys might move back over to that bigger space? No. The logistics okay. of switching it that quick would be, we couldn't do it. Yeah, gotcha. there was no way to do that. So, all right. And the cons of canceled medical convention, duh, it's kind of hard as a doctor to tell people to stay away from Florida when you go to Florida yourself. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and, and the other one was a food convention, right? So, even though it's like, yeah, it's, it's sampling. So, like everybody would be walking around without masks, eating food, and drinking stuff. So the, those are no-brainers to cancel, and that's why everybody panicked and said, are you guys canceling? It's like, we are not those shows, man. That's not what we do. Now, um, the, the three remaining shows that you have this year in the U.S., are those going to be reduced in capacity, and are they going to have mask mandates? It's day-to-day, man. Like, Got it. Orlando was mask-free until a couple of weeks ago. Right. Right? Like, we yeah. were like you know, whatever the state wants, whatever the city wants, whatever the convention center wants. And then things kind of got a little rocky and, you know, like, honestly, it would be irresponsible of us not to, we're not, we're not doing like New York comic con where we're, you know, because of the mayor there, you've got to have a vaccine passport. You know, that's not what we're doing. That's not what we're here for. We just want to get a whole ton of nerds in a room and have a really good time. It's, you know, in a safe environment. Yeah. You just got to wear a mask, you hey, know, if you get a problem with wearing a mask, I got, I got a problem with you. Yeah. So that's and all one, I'm going to say about let that. Me, let me jump in real quick too. Just to be clear, there's no uh, cap for this, for this show, right? Just no nope. mask. None at all, man. Perfect. Nope. We don't all have, right. we don't have like, it's only going to be a certain amount of people. Denver is going to be a little tourniqueted, but that's only because we couldn't get the space we wanted. Right. Uh, because Denver canceled their, their space got released and then we jumped in and we wanted to do it. We didn't want it to be out of the market again for another year. Yeah. 
and which is which is important, right? Yeah, it's so, hard to come back when you're too far gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we're, so um, we're we're doing it in a limited capacity because we can't get all the halls. We couldn't get all the halls we wanted. Just for but Denver, man, we're though. running Denver on Halloween weekend. That's yeah. going to be a blast. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I'm glad you brought up Denver because a lot of people are asking, hey, you know, I, has anybody heard from you know from Informa about uh, you know about about uh, Denver applications? And I, you know, I keep telling everybody, guys, they're up to their freaking elbows in you know in stuff right now. But should people start hearing back pretty soon about their uh, their Denver applications? absolutely man like and and it's i don't want to sound like okay this is our excuse and i shouldn't have an excuse because customer service is what mark and i do what's what we excel at but we're behind man we're doing a almost a year's worth of shows in two and a half months endeavors the last one on the docket like all the moving pieces of megacon normally at this point like a week ago at this point in a normal year, I'd already be mostly through Boston, which is in two weeks. And I'd be, you know, two thirds through um, Calgary, which is the week after. And we'd be mostly done with Dallas. Megacon has just eaten up all of our time. And Denver's our last show on the docket, right? Like Denver's end of October. But, we know that it's important to those people. We know that it's important to the fans and we know that it's important to the vendors. I don't know how many guys like you came and say, Oh my God, thank you so much because Denver, you know, is a great show. Not only do we love going to the city and being there, but you know, we make money and that's what we, that's what we're here for. Right. You know, we have to make money. We have to make money. And if we can make a whole ton of people happy at the same time, sounds great. I remember our conversation right after, uh, right after it was announced, like, you know, I told you, I'm like, that's, that's fantastic. That's, it's, it's literally one of the best things ever. Um, let's see. I think that's all of my rapid fire questions, Ryan. You got anything? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. All right. <laughs> so this weekend, Megacon, two weeks from now, Boston, two weeks after that, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. And in between Calgary. It's crazy. Right. You guys are bouncing back and forth and back and forth. Woo. Woo. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is how it's going to work for me. Um, because I'm down here supporting Mark with the, uh, the American shows and lead on all the Canadian shows. So it's going to be flying from Boston to Calgary and then flying from to Dallas. Calgary to Dallas. I need a really big suitcase. <laughs> so it's no, gonna but, be, it's gonna I be bet, nuts. I bet you're happy though. That's for sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, it beats the alternative. Yeah, it absolutely does. And you know, it was so funny because um, I started uh, dating my girlfriend in 2019, right before the 2020, and we had a whole bunch of shows back to back. So I told her, I said, "Look, man, you're not going to see me. You know, you know, you're not going to see me for like a couple months. Like I'm on the road a lot." You know, you're not going to see me. It's going. I'm going to be gone. And she goes, "No, that's really that's cool. I mean, you love your job. You love what you do." And then COVID happens, and we're like with each other 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> I spent 180 days with my wife. <laughs> what? <laughs> I swear uh, to God, that's a movie. 180 days with my wife. And 
and now it's come to fruition, right? Like I'm, I'll be gone for literally a month away from home. So, you know, now, now she's really going to miss you. Yeah, exactly. She was like, so either she's just going to love me more when I get home or she's not going to be there. It's one or the right. other. One or the <laughs> so. other. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess Alexa, anything else? Well, I'm, uh, I'm in good shape, my friend. Yeah, excellent. I'm so, excited uh, to see you guys this weekend. Uh, hopefully, yeah, yeah, we'll see you at Food Six Five Nine, guys. <laughs> All right, yeah, I love thing. it. All right, Push well, uh, <laughs> yeah. So again, thanks for thanks for coming on, and I know you guys just landed earlier today. So uh, yeah, we yep. really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, go ahead and uh, finish off that bottle and get to bed. Right. You got you got work to do tomorrow. Yeah. We got work to do. We got work to do so you guys can go to work. So yes, exactly. We'll make it happen. All right, guys. All thank right. you for the time and we'll uh we'll see you soon. We're happy to. Have thank a good you. night, guys. Later. <laughs>